may not be before you very long, but we'll just try our best to read this, and if the Lord will let us see anything at all, we'll just try our best to be yielded to Him. So, uh, Psalms chapter number 17, we'll begin reading down uh, maybe about, maybe read, begin reading down about verse number 8. Psalms chapter 17 and verse number 8. The Word of God says, Keep me as the apple of the eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings from the wicked that oppress me, from my deadly enemies who can pass me about. And that's all that we'll read and start in tonight. And uh, again, I'm sure, no doubt, very familiar scripture to most, if not all, and uh, I, I know we've heard this said lots of times, all the Word of God should be familiar to us, but, you know, there's a, there's a vastness just in this book right here that you and I could never, ever see the fullness of. If we live to be a thousand years old, we could never see the vastness that's in this. But uh, as we look at this tonight, and as you pray, just... Uh, Pray that the Lord would have pity on us. He's the faithful one tonight. He'll not uh, do because of me. He'll not do uh, even even because of you tonight. But it's because of His faithfulness tonight. And uh, in one sense we'd say that, but in another it is because of you and I tonight. It was because of you and I that we have a Savior tonight. It was because of you and I tonight that Christ had to come into this world. It's because of me tonight that uh, God has to have mercy tonight and uh, we'd like to look just a few minutes as we said just a, a very simple thought on our heart tonight I guess you'd say but uh, this that he said in the latter part of the eighth verse he said hide me under the shadow of thy wings and uh, you know tonight friend as we'd think about that for just a few minutes about the Lord hiding you and I and uh, you know, um, uh, we not, and it's not because that we'd be afraid. It's not that we're hiding in fear. You know, over in Timothy, he said he's not given us the spirit of fear. He's not meaning that I'm afraid that uh, uh, that I'm scared to death and I I want to hide. You know, maybe as we would do as uh, children. You know, when I was uh, just a young boy, bashful and backwards, and I'd go hide when people come to the house to see mom and dad. I'd do it out of fear. But, you know, that's not what he's speaking about here when he said, Hide me under the shadow of thy wings from the wicked that oppress me. And did you catch this? He said, From my deadly enemies who can pass me about. Hide me uh, tonight, friend, in a day that you and I live in today, friend, and uh, uh, much going on in our land, many things that you and I are looking at and uh, seeing and hearing about and uh, all manner of things like that. But you know, friend, tonight, that's not where our eyes ought to be. We ought not to be looking outward. We ought to be looking upward. We ought to be looking unto God. But uh, David is writing this. If you look in the uh, first part of this uh, chapter, it says a prayer 
of David. You know, and as we're thinking about this, about uh, as those words begin to just roll over in our heart this evening, as we're trying to uh, uh, search out what the Lord would have uh, for me and for you tonight. Hide me, uh, friend. This isn't, uh, again, this isn't in fear, but David is praying that God, if we think about what he's saying, he's saying, God, keep me from these things. Keep me from my deadly enemies tonight. And I tell you, I want us to know this. I believe you'd know this, but friend, if not, he's not talking about the people out there in the world. He's not talking about, uh, uh, friend, people that rise up against, but he's talking about, a uh, friend, if we'd really look at that, friend, our deadly enemy tonight, a uh, friend, the Bible tells us that Satan goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he would desire. Uh, but friend, our greatest enemy tonight is our own flesh, our own thoughts, our own way. Uh, he told me that, friend, my ways were as far from His ways is uh, from the heaven is from the earth. A uh, friend, as far as the east is from the west. A uh, friend, tonight, those are our deadly enemies tonight. It's, friend, the strange and the ungodly doctrines uh, that are going through our land today. That, a uh, friend, that's proclaimed to be the Word of God, but isn't. That that's said to be what God uh, has said in this land and said in His Word, but friend, is twisted and rested by men and rested in our own thoughts and a, a friend uh, twisted about in our own mind. And I tell you, a friend, as long as you and I live in this world, we're going to have enemies to fight. But He told us this, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But you know, friend, the biggest majority of the time, if we really think about it and really tell the truth of it, the ones that we really think we're fighting against is them out there. People outside. People out in, we'd say, out in the world. Uh, them that we say are opposers unto God. But you know what, friend? Uh, that's not the ones that give us trouble. That's not the ones, friend, that's going to cause me any heartache. Friend, my own life, my own choosing, my own ways, my own will, uh, my own understanding, friend of the Word and my own twisting of the Word if I'm not careful and to try and make it say what I want to. A friend, that's my enemy tonight. He said, hide me. Hide me from mine enemies. Hide me under the shadow of thy wing. And again, friend, as we thought about this, I looked there and saw that this was a prayer of David. And you know what, friend, again, David, he's not in fear. I don't believe for one moment that David is crying out in fear here. You remember, this is by this time, he's already faced the lion. He's already faced the bear. He's already faced Goliath. A friend, this ain't a man, a friend that's fearful. I tell you, when he's just a lad by Saul's own account of him. He said, you're nothing but a lad. You're but a you. And when he went out to face Goliath, he said, I'm willing to go. A friend, you know what he said? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he defied the armies of the living God? A friend, this wasn't a fearful man. This wasn't a man living his life in fear. This wasn't a man, friend, scared of his own shadow. But friend, this was a man that knew that there was dangerous things awaiting to take him down. You know, David, I, I, I believe we'd all know this tonight. God don't hide the account that David wasn't a perfect man. David sinned. More than once, David sinned. 
But I say this, friend, tonight, I believe if David could look back then, I believe he would have said, Lord, hide me then. Hide me then. You know what, uh, friend, you know what, God, as long as David was seeking after the Spirit and the power of God, as long as David, a friend, had a heart for God, as long as David, friend, was seeking after the will of God, you know what, friend, we could say it like this, as long as David, friend, was bowed down before God and humble before God, he was hid from many a thing. Hid from many a thing. Do you think there wasn't other nations that would rise up against him just like they did any other king? Sure there were. Do you think there weren't other lions and bears out there? Sure there were. But friend, you know what? As long as David, a friend, was humble before God, friend, he was hid from the things that would come against him. There was, there was kings that come to battle. There were other enemies that came along. Even his own son rose up against him at times. David ran himself and tried to hide himself from Saul. David tried to hide from Absalom. But I'll tell you this, friend. I believe David grew along the way to realize that God is my only hiding place. He said this, if you look over just a chapter or two, he says this in chapter number 27 of verse number 5, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, he shall set me up on a rock. A friend, there ain't nothing wrong with you and I today, friend, and if ever we have in our life, I believe now is the day in our life that we need to cry unto God to hide us from those things that would destroy us. Yes. Do you know that Satan would love to destroy your life right now today? If the enemy was to come after you today and they couldn't find you, what could they do to you? I read when Job said, uh, there, he, said if, he said, Naked came I into this world, and naked shall I return. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know what Satan had said? He said, that You must say you're twisting it. But Satan said, Well, I'm considered Job, but you've got a hedge about him. You've got him hid away that I can't touch him. But I'll tell you this, friend, you say God let the hedge down. Sure he did. But I'll tell you, friend, in the latter of it, God told him, Don't you touch his soul, for it's mine. You know what I think? when I hear that I think about what he told us in the word that my life is hid away with Christ in God there ain't a thing in the world wrong friend I tell you this is the Bible tells us David was a man after God's own heart and if David was praying God hide me Hide me from my enemies. Hide me under the shadow of our wings. Hide me from my deadly enemies. Hide me you reckon we've got any deadly enemies today? You reckon we've got any deadly enemies today? I tell you, friends, sin is our enemy. The flesh is our enemy. My will and my own thoughts and my own way, friend, is my enemy tonight. You know what it is? You know what? We may think there ain't no harm in it. We may think there ain't nothing. It ain't nothing that bad. This is but a small thing. But you know what, friend? Those things are deadly. Deadly to you and I, deadly to our, our walk with God, deadly, friend, to our fellowship with God, deadly, friend, to our churches, deadly to our people that are lost. Because you know what, friend? If I, a friend, have been overtaken by sin, if I, a friend, have been overtaken by the enemy, then you know what happens, friend? I no longer have God fighting for me. I want you to know this, friend, and I, surely we know this. You and I can't fight this battle on our own. 
You and I, friend, tonight, you'll find this in the Word of God time and again. The battle's not mine, it's the Lord's. We like that song. The battle's not mine, said little David. Lord, it's thine, I'm in thy favor. I tell you, friend, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to be hid with Christ in God. If we're going to be able, friend, to have victory over our enemy, we're going to have to be hid away with Christ in God. A friend, Jesus told them over there, He told Jerusalem, He told the people of God, He said, how oft I would have gathered you as a hen doth gather her chicks. What does she do? She hides them under her wings. God said, I would have hid you if you'd have come to me. I would have hid you away that these things would have not overtaken you. What is our real hiding place? Is it not the Word of God? Is it not the Word of God tonight? I tell you, friends, you know what? You think about this. When He told them, the Bible said He looked out over the city and He wept. And He said, how oft I would have gathered you. What, were the, what, what was he telling them before that? He said, Thou that killest and stonest the prophets, stonest them, killest them that sin unto you. How oft I would have gathered. You know what he was doing? He was sending his word to hide them from the enemy. He is my fortress and my high tower. Did not David say that? Thou art my fortress, my high tower, my stronghold, my buckler. I tell you, friend, tonight, God is our refuge. God is our hiding place. We'd say, well, you're thinking about God in heaven. The Bible said in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. That's our hiding place tonight. It's in the Word of God. And I don't mean this in any smart aleck way, but I tell you, most people today spend more time hearing what the world has to say than we do hearing what God has to say. We'll spend more time in the mornings and in the evenings trying to hear what's the latest thing here and the latest thing there rather than trying to hide ourselves away in God. You know who some miserable people are today? And again, I say this with all due respect. But you know what, friend? You listen to everything the world's got to say. And you know what, friend? You're not hiding away from trouble. You're taking it in. And you know what that's doing? It's bringing heartache and misery and despair upon many people. And if we'd hide ourselves and pray that the Lord would hide us, and I don't mean that we ought to be oblivious to what's going on around us. That's not what I'm saying. But I tell you this, friend, we ought to be looking to the Word of God. I tell you, friend, you think about this. We've had some pretty strong winds around home here of late. Driving down here this evening, strong winds come through at one spot. There's a little old uh, uh, gully, a holler coming down off the side of the mountain. I'm driving down through there, and right as I got alongside of that, friend, there's a puff of wind that was coming down that little holler, hit the side of the car, and I felt it just shoved me across. But you know what? The rest of that down through there, the same wind's still blowing, but that mountainside had me hid from the wind. If we, friend, would quit being blown about by every wind in doctrine, we could. How are we going to keep from being done that way? Why are so many people, friend, that you and I know in this land today? You know what? I know a host of people that go to church. I work around a lot of people that say they go to church. I work around a lot of people. I have people in my family that say they believe in God and they don't go to church. 
I tell you, friend, what is it? Why are there so many doctrines in our land today? I'll tell you why. It's because man's took his head out of hiding and stuck it up there and began to look around. Wanted to take an inventory. Wanted to take a look around. I tell you, friend, you look in the Word of God. Anytime that man begin to look around and to look at his surroundings and want to look at it with these eyes, you know what he done? He made the wrong choice every single time. For a little while, Lot was hid from trouble. For a little while, Lot was hid. What do you mean he is hid? As long as he was walking with Abraham and they were staying together and they were as one, I tell you, friend, there was no trouble. And then one day, trouble began to happen. You know what? Instead of hiding themselves away in the Word of God and in the promise of God, they began to take a look. Abram said, you choose which way you want to go. You say, well, Abram should have never done it. Lot should have rose up and told his herdmen, and they should have said, listen, this strife needs to cease. If we've got too much cattle, then that means that there, if there ain't enough land, we got the whole land out here. Why was there even a strife about it? Amen. You know what, friend? If you really look at it, if you've been around church any length of time at all, you know this, there has been strife in the church. Inside the church. And you know why that always happens? It's when people, when we quit hiding ourselves away and asking God to hide us away in the Word of God. Hide me, O Lord. Not only am I saying that, friend, in the sense of hiding me from things, but Lord, hide me that I'd not be an influence on anybody. You know what happened? It's all looking to Saul. When they come to the battle that day, they're all expecting King Saul. He stands head and shoulders above everybody else in the whole in their whole army. He's bigger than everybody else, and he's hiding. Every one of them were hiding themselves. But I tell you what, here come a little boy down there that was hitting God. I hadn't seen that or thought of that at all. But everybody and all the host of Israel was hid. All the rest of them was hiding in their tents. David was hid in the Lord. Hid in the promise of God. You know what he said? He said the lion came, the bear came, they come and took lambs. He said, I went out, I caught him by, smote him, and when he turned on me, I caught him by the beard and slew him. And the same God that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear shall deliver this uncircumcised Philistine into my hand. You know what he's saying? He hid me from the danger of the bear. He hid me from the danger of the lion. And he's got me hid right now. Well, you better be able to back. I believe everything that ever comes out of the pulpit ought to be from the Word of God. Seasoned with the Spirit of God. So how do you say that? David told Goliath. Here comes Goliath. said, am I a dog? Did you come to me with this stick, with this stave? Am I a dog? David says, you come to me as you've come. But he said this, he said, I come to thee in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Hid. Hid. You know what they put that armor on for? Hadn't thought about this, but you know what they put that armor on for? To hide those battle parts from the danger. You'd say to protect it. Well, what do you think that hide's doing? It's protecting they put that armor on, friend, that it would protect those vital organs that the deadly enemy couldn't destroy them. 
I tell you, if you went into the battle, you know what you wanted? You wanted an armor so thick that no arrow could pierce it. You wanted an armor so thick that no spear could cut through it. You wanted an armor, friend, that no spear could come through it. Well, you know, friend, you had an armor that thick, you probably couldn't move. But I want you to know this, friend, the armor of God. Did He not tell us to put you on the whole armor of God? And I want you to know this, friend, that armor is not something that's going to weight you and I down, friend, that we cannot move. By the way, most of our church folks act today, you'd think that's what the Word of God does to us. It just binds us down to where we can't move and can't do anything. But I'll tell you, friend, we look in the Word of God, them that were hitting God, you know those were? There was the most joyous people. I'm not saying happy. They were the most joyous. Do you know the Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a season? I tell you, friend, there's a lot of people mistaking pleasure for treasure. There's a lot of people that thinks pleasure means they're having real joy. They think they're enjoying life. But you know what they're doing? They are not only being consumed, but are already consumed by the enemy. Overtaken. David said this. He said, he said there, he said, Hide me under the shadow of thy wings from the wicked that oppress me from my deadly enemies. I want to tell you, friend, tonight we've got deadly enemies in this land, in our life. And I ain't talking about the government. I ain't talking about the rulers. I'm talking about that same enemy that has been from the very beginning. And I, as we're sitting here a moment ago on the pew thinking about uh, just trying to keep uh, uh, listening to what the Lord would have us to say, uh, for listening to what He'd have to say to our heart. Again, He said in, in chapter number 27, Psalms, David saying, For in the time of trouble He shall hide me in His pavilion in the secret of His tabernacle. Shall He hide me? He shall set me upon the rock. But you know what He said in the verse before that? One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple you know what he was saying I will hide that's my desire that I may be hid away with God when his son Solomon came to the throne and he began to pray and ask God for wisdom you know what he said he said the Lord said what ask what you will now, you may not know this. I, 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 hadn't, uh, I wouldn't say that I was aware of this uh, until the Lord just let, showed us one day in His Word. You know what? David was the one who told Solomon to ask God for wisdom. David said to Solomon, ask God for wisdom. When the Lord came to him in a dream that night, said, ask what you will. He said, Lord, give me wisdom that I might lead this thy so great a people. And then the Lord went on to say, because you've asked this and you didn't ask for riches or your enemies, He said, I'll grant unto thee those things as well. But you know, friend, you read in Solomon's life, later on in his life, you know what happened to the wisest man that the world has ever known? He got led away into idolatry. 
The Bible said he married many strange wives and they led him away into idolatry. Friend, it's very, it's very important to you and I tonight that we realize that there are deadly things out there that look as harmless as harmless can be. And friend, that we, you know what it'll do? Many people today have bought into the idea that we don't need to be at church anymore. Many people have decided they don't really need to listen to preaching. They don't need to listen to service anymore. They don't need the Word of God anymore. And I'm going to tell us again, friend, that's our only hiding place is the Word of God. That's enough about that. I tell you, friend, tonight, I, I understand that there's uh, people that are, are, are sick and there's people that have... Uh, I, 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 I'm just as much tonight a friend, somebody that would say we need to be careful, we need to use common sense, but I'll say this, friend, tonight, it should never be that that would take me away from God. Many a people today, friend, have been at church for their last time. Last year was the last time they'll ever be at church in their life. Why is that? I'll tell you, friends, you know what they're doing? They're trying to hide their life in the things of the world now. And I want to say this, friend. I, I believe that there are men on the radio stations over here. I believe that there is access to real honest, true, spirit-filled preaching in our land today. But I'm going to tell you, friend, the majority of it out there is heresy. The majority of it out there today, friend, if you really get to listen, I want you to know this. I, I'm, going to, I'm telling you, friend, you may have certain ones you listen to, and I'll tell you this, that's good. I'd be real careful what I listen to. I'd be real careful and prayerful what I listen to. And I'm going to tell you, friend, if it don't line up with the Word of God, I don't care how much it lines up with what's in our mind and what's in our thoughts and what everybody else has to say about it, we need to make sure that it's the voice of God that we're hearing. He's the only one that can hide you and I, friend. Oh, we might take shelter somewhere else. But you let me, let me ask us one question tonight, friend. Who has ever triumphed over God? Who's ever triumphed over God? It may look like today when you and I look around, it, looks like, it may look like that Satan's winning. It may look like that, friend, those that would oppose God are gaining and gaining and gaining and we're having to hide ourselves away. Friend, that ain't the hiding that He's wanting you and I to do today. Friend, He's wanting you and I to hide ourselves in the Word of God. That when they, you know what, friend, that they no longer see you and I and they see God. That's the real hiding today. You look at this over here in Psalm 64. Again, this is David. Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. Hide me. Well, it sounds to me like David, when he got older, turned into this big baby that just was scared of everything. No, no, he wasn't. I'll tell you, friend, David realized that his only hope was to be hid in God. He realized that his only real refuge is God. I tell you, friend, we'd tell our young people today, you need to get your heart up for God. You need to live your life for God. You need to dig in now while you're young. Uh, we'd say, oh, even the Bible tells you, uh, friend, that we ought to seek the Lord uh, while He may be found. We ought to labor for Him in our youth before our older days come. But I tell you, friend, 
Why would they want to do that when us older ones aren't even hiding ourselves in God? You know what many people will do? They'll do what they're seeing everybody else do. If I won't hide myself in God, why would I stand in a pulpit and tell you to hide yourself in God? Why would I say that we need... Again, friend, this isn't out of fear. No, friend, this is out of just a a good spiritual knowledge that you know what, God? Outside of you, I am vulnerable. I am powerless outside of the Spirit and the power of God. And one more place we'll look. Again in Psalms chapter 143. David again is saying, Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto I flee unto thee to hide me. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Again, friend, every one of these is David, a man after God's own heart, crying unto God, Hide me. Hide me. I also read where David said this, I will hide his words in my heart that I may not sin against God. I'll tell you, friend, we can either plead with God to hide us. If I asked us tonight, who in the house is saved tonight? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I would expect that all of us that are of older age and hopefully, uh, Lord willing, even those of younger age tonight are saved tonight. But I tell you, friend, we'll either hide ourselves and have God. And I want you to know this, we can't do it on our own. Do you know that it's not the nature of man to hide himself in God? Man's nature is to go away from God and to try and hide himself. Many people sitting on church pews today tried to hide themselves in good works and in good deeds and holding titles and positions in the church and having a name. But I tell you, friend, God is our only refuge. We can try to hide ourselves, and I tell you, friend, we might can hide ourselves from man, but we can't hide ourselves from God. But here's, uh, in closing, very... Briefly, I know maybe it's been short tonight, but I'd say this, friend, as we're sitting there on the pew again tonight, just trying to listen to what the Lord would speak to our heart, is here's what God has to say. We can either have God, plead with God, beg God, see the need in our life for God to hide us, or we're going to be hiding. We'll either let God hide us or hide ourselves. And here's the trouble. When we hide ourselves, friend, very, very familiar scripture to us in this. In, in, in Genesis chapter number 3, verse number 8, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves. We'll either plead and see the need that we be hid with God, that God would hide us, or I tell you, friends, we'll have to hide ourselves. We'll try to hide ourselves, but we can't hide from God. The Bible said the voice of the Lord come walking in the cool of the garden, and he said, Adam, where art thou? And Adam says to him, he said, Lord, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. I tell you, friend, you know what the Word of God will do? The Word of God will show us that we're naked. You know, you say, well, we we ain't going to be that way if we're in church. 
I tell you, friend, reading the book of Revelations, chapter number 3, what he had to say to the church of the Laodiceans. He said, you say that you are rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. But he said, I say unto you that you are wretched and poor and blind and naked. We may try to hide, but I'm going to tell you, friend, I cannot hide myself. Not from God. I can hide myself from Mike. I can hide myself from any of these other brothers. I can hide myself from you. Might be successful in doing so. Do you know that there's people today trying to hide who they really are? People sitting on church pews who are trying to hide who they are. People that you have in your family who are trying to hide themselves behind baptism. They're trying to hide themselves behind having their name on the church roll. They're trying to hide themselves behind the good deeds that they say that they do. But I tell you, friend, the only hiding place that there is for the soul of man is in the power and in the Spirit of God. The Word of God is our only hiding place. Hide me. Let me ask you this. You think when you get up in the morning, you know, I, I envy these young ones. I vaguely remember what it was to be a young child. I have some memories of when in my childhood. And you know what? My parents back in that day, my grandparents back in that day, they were facing opposition. They were having to fight the good fight of faith. They were having the same devil. People say, oh, it's a lot worse today than it ever has been. I'm going to tell you, friend, it's just Satan. say our young people are facing things that we didn't face. I'm going to tell you, friend, we faced, do you remember? Do you remember facing temptation? Now, I will say this. Would I say that there were some things in the schools today that were more prevalent than they were in my day? I'd agree with that. But I want you to know this. It's just Satan. It's just Satan. You say, you're saying that very lightly if he ain't nothing to be concerned about. Not when you're in God, he's not. Not when I see God. Everybody else took a look at Goliath and they said, my goodness, that's the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. We can't do nothing with that. And the littlest fellow in the whole camp counted Goliath as nothing. You know why he did? It wasn't because he thought he could do anything. No, it's because he's already seen what God could do. And he knew this, that this is a faithful God. He, if, he, if He will deliver me out of the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, how much more would He do for His church? If God saved you from sin and saved you from hell, how much more would He do for the church? I tell you, friend, we have got Satan so blown up in our minds we think we can't do anything. And he ain't no more Satan than he's ever been. He ain't got more power today than he had a thousand years ago. He ain't got more power than he had two thousand years ago. He ain't got a bit more power than he did on the day when he come there to Eve and told her, why if you eat of this, you're just going to be like God. You ain't going to really die. You're just going to be like God. Did that dethrone God that day? So why would we think God's going to be dethroned today? 
I'm going to tell you, friend, if he's on the throne of our life, there ain't nothing Satan can do about it. If Satan's so easily overcoming us and overpowering us, you know why that is? It ain't because he's overthrowing us. It ain't because he's overthrowing God. It's because we're of his camp. We're just doing his bidding. I want you to know this, friend. This flesh will always desire the ways of Satan. You say, I would never do this. I would never do that. I don't have no desire to do this. I don't have no desire to do that wickedness. You know why that is? You know why? You know what's kept most of us from, from I wouldn't say most of us. You know what's kept some people from doing that? Afraid of what somebody else might would say. But here's the thing. What goes on when there ain't nobody else around? What goes through our mind when there ain't nobody else around? That we think there's nobody else around. I want you to know this, friend. There are two, one in particular, that you and I are never going to be able to get away from, and that's God. And I want you to know this, friend, tonight. As long as you and I are in this world and in this flesh, Satan is going to continually be around. But I can tell us this, we can be hid from him. Thank God we can be hid from Satan. Hid from him. Help us, God, to desire that. Help me, God, to desire that he would hide me. Hide me from my own way. Hide me from my own thoughts. Hide me. You know what, friend? You know how to, you know how to overcome my thoughts and my ways? The Word of God. If I am consuming and hid in the Word of God, that don't leave any room for my thoughts. But you know how a lot of people read the Bible today? Sitting in front of the TV. A lot of people read the Bible if they read it. I tell you, friend, I believe I could honestly say this. I'd say that the Bible is less read by church folks today than it ever has been. Now that's a strong statement. But I'm going to tell you this, friend. There ain't no use in me trying to hide myself in, uh, in, 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 in a, a pretense of being anything. I'm going to tell you right now, there ain't enough of the reading of the Word of God in my life. You know what this man after God's own heart who said, Hide me, Lord, said? He said, again, did, we not, did he not say this? I will make his uh, lamp under my feet, a light under my path. I will hide his words in my heart that I may not sin against God. He said this also, In thy law do I meditate both day and night. Now, how many of us could raise our hand tonight? I'll just have to put mine behind my back. How many of us could say tonight that I do that every day? I spend every day. I spend every night. Now, listen to this. I understand that you and I have got jobs to be at. Children have got school and learning to be at. But I'll say this, friend, today. Every moment that I can, I should be hiding myself in the Word of God. You know what, friend? I can tell you this. I know this by experience. Things are a whole lot better in my life when I'm hid in God. Again, it's not that we're hiding from. It's that we are being hid from things. That's our heart tonight. I appreciate your prayers. Appreciate your kind attention. Thank you for the opportunity to be with us tonight. Pray for us if the Lord brings us to you, heart and to your mind when you're praying. 
Ask the Lord to hide me. I tell you, friend, here's something else today. We was talking about that armor and how that armor is to hide those vital parts from the destroyer. And you'll hear people say that that armor, now he said to put on the whole armor of God. There's no use putting on the breastplate if you're going to leave the helmet of salvation and leave the sword of the Spirit and, and, the, and the shield of faith. If we're going to leave all that off, there's no use in putting one piece on if we ain't going to wear the whole armor. I've heard it said like this. People say, well, you read that and everything that that armor, uh, that piece of the armor put on, they're all for the front. There's nothing to cover the back. That means we're to face the enemy at all times. You need to read the next verses after that. Praying one for another with all prayer and supplication for the saints. I'll tell you, friend, you are part of my armor. I am part of your armor. Well, it was the armor of God. It ain't the armor of man. That's exactly right. But did not Paul say, I live yet nevertheless, yet not I, but Christ liveth within me? Did he not say we are the body of Christ? One body. He said we're all members of the body, members in particular. He put us in the body as it pleased him. I tell you, friend, part of that armor is you and I praying one for another. We need to pray that our people would be hid in the Word of God. But I'll tell you this, parents, tonight, there's no use asking God to hide your children in His Word if the Word's never even viewed at home. Never even heard named. Do you know that there are children that will sit on a church pew today that after they leave and go home, that's the last they'll hear about the Word of God until the next time they're at church. Ought not to be that way. Again, I appreciate your prayers. Thank you tonight. Certainly didn't deserve to be with you, but I appreciate it. Thank you.